1: Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
3: WTIC's Computer Talk with Tab is brought to you by GoNetSpeed, your choice for crazy fast fiber internet. This is Computer Talk with TAB, hosted by Eric Semmel of TAB Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC or 1-800-966-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelp at or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric.
4: And good morning. This is Computer Talk with TAB. I'm Eric. And I'm Dennis. And Dennis is Dennis Halnon. He's one of the engineers at TAB. He comes in and helps me out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. So, feel free to get online, eight hundred nine six six 966 WTIC, 522 WTIC are the numbers. And uh, usually the first hour is easier to get through than the second. So, uh, feel free to get online now while you get a chance. Uh, because in the second hour, we are going to have a guest. Uh, IT Pro TV is going to join us, uh, Wes Bryan, one of the edutainers of IT Pro TV. And, uh, you know, the idea here to have them on is to talk about, you know, we need more folks in the IT world. We need we need yeah. more of you guys out there to understand how the sausage is made. And uh we just need you to join us as geeks and uh IT pro T V can help you uh learn uh at your own time. It's a basically it's training um through through your computer, your, it's videos and courses and they'll get you trained up to then be certified. And you can join the ranks of the geeks, man. We need you. Or, yeah. or, or lady right <laughs> <laughs> and there there are jobs out there man up, up Tons the lines of them yeah so as you know we were running you know recruitment ads here in Hartford trying to find people we found a lot of great folks which is good um but it was not it was not easy uh it's still not easy we're still looking for people so uh, we thought uh, those folks coming on and talking about how they do what they do to train people would be something you might be interested in so that'll be at 10 o'clock so if you have any computer issues before then Get on, eight hundred nine six six wtic 522 wtic are the numbers. And as usual and customary, we do have our technology news we want to bring up. So, Dennis, what was your your, your first one you wanted to show people or talk to people about?
5: Well, I wanted to bring up uh, something interesting that uh, I found out about on ZD, uh, Ziff Davis Net. Yep, ZD. Um, There was an Emmy Award that was recently given to a documentary. Okay. The documentary <clears throat> shows a speech that was never delivered right and it was never delivered by president then president richard nixon Mm -hmm. um in the event of a moon disaster and that's actually the name of the documentary Mm, it's available on youtube if you want to watch it Mm -hmm. um and it's very very spooky in that what they did is they assembled um an ai team to sample richard nixon's own voice and put together um, this speech that was actually written. It was written by William Sapphire. Just in case. Just in case something happened on the moon, and they were ready to the go moon with it. The
4: or the set of the moon. What do you mean? This on, on, on the moon. The moon.
5: Oh, okay. oh, the set. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just yeah, kidding. Yeah, I he, believe right. they landed. Never, I believe they landed. You never know if the actors <laughs> might shoot each other, like this oh, happened in New Mexico. Oh, that's awful. Um, oh. But at any rate, yeah. um, they had they literally had this speech ready right. if they needed it, yeah, and this team put it together, mm-hmm. and they have Richard Nixon sitting at the in the in the Oval Office delivering uh, this
4: speech, which he never read. It was again this this, this was all AI sampled. It's called right. deep fake for the video. Right.
5: and and it is really eerie how accurate it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one thing that makes this different from other projects like that is they took the intermediate step of having an actor. Mm-hmm. Um, hiring an actor to actually read the the, the speech mm-hmm. with Richard Nixon's own cadences and style, mm-hmm. he wasn't trying to imitate his voice, just no. the delivery. Um, and they used that to help them then generate the final audio. Right. Um, and of course, they created the video to match the audio. Mm-hmm. So it it's really it's really spooky what can be done. I mean, people can put together. Video of events that never occurred. Correct. And it's convincing.
4: And that's the scary part. So now we're going to have to find technology to look for deep fake technology. Right. And because uh, you can't believe what you see anymore. Yeah. Interesting. 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 Uh, in other news, we've talked about this before. It's called SIM. They called it SIM swapping in this uh, article from ZDNet as well, but it's really SIM jacking. An ex carrier, and this is a f- cell carrier employee, sentence for a role in a SIM swapping scheme. So he was paid a daily fee to route victim numbers to handsets controlled by the criminals. And a lot of this simjacking does happen with internal internal folks, right? And so this former sales representative of a mobile carrier has been sentenced after accepting bribes to perform this attack. And basically the guy was getting five hundred dollars a day. Right. He's making more a more a day <laughs> uh, you know, simjacking people than he was getting and he was of course getting paid by the carrier. And so, basically, the whole thing is about your 2FA, your two-factor authentication. Now, we've talked about why your cell phone as a 2FA is not a good idea. The cell carriers have a hard enough time just giving you cell service, right? Don't ask them to be a security company. They're not. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what's happening is these folks who were selling sneakers are now selling cell phones. It's like, <laughs> oh, okay, I'll call up and have them port Dennis's number over here. And they're calling as representatives of their own cell service and telling the back end to go ahead and port the number over and it's actually for the bad guy. So when the guy's getting into Dennis's account over here, the two FA doesn't go to your cell phone, Dennis, it goes it's to the bad guy. to theirs, right. Yeah. So don't have your don't use two FA on your cell numbers thinking that is a really good secure way of doing it. You technically really should consider a third party two factor authentication method. Right. Um uh, for our clients, our, we use a product called Duo, which is pretty well known in the industry as a good two factor. It's an app Right. Mm-hmm. And it, it's going to talk to the Internet, not through your cell number. Um, it's an app on your system so that that's harder to jack um, than it would be your your phone number. Right. And
5: uh, a lot of uh, the big companies have their own authenticator
4: apps too.
5: Microsoft has one. Google has one. Right. Um, my Microsoft and Google accounts are anchored to apps. Right. And if somebody gets hold of my phone number, it won't make a difference.
4: Another so. another two factor authentication method is with an actual key. I'm showing this on the camera, of, or on Facebook, if you want to take a look at it. It's really hard to jack this. Why? Because it's on my person. Right. Right. So I, I log into the website. I have to plug this little key into the computer and tap it with my finger to say I'm here at the same time. You try to jack that. Now, obviously, if they really want they're going to have to go to my home or you know, <laughs> I don't have a lot to take by the way on the internet, but it's hard to uh, hard to actually. SimJack, this so mm-hmm. if you really want to secure your system the problem is a lot of banks and a lot of things don't have this configured to work right they they you know they hope, won't. hope your cell phone works yeah so it's at least it's something on the cell phone but don't rely on your cell phone what else you got there dennis uh the
5: apple ipod is 20 years old wow Amazing. and uh, people people really don't think about how revolutionary that device was. Oh, yeah. Now, yeah. there had been um, MP3 players before that, small yeah. handheld ones, mm-hmm. but the capabilities of the iPod um, are were much better than anything that had come before. What, you didn't the, you think your Walkman was any good? Well, you the CD, Walkman was fine. Yeah, Cassette but, players, CD players. But the uh, the iPod had, number one, more capacity for more music than a lot of others. Correct. Second they also had their own store to
4: buy the music and third they didn't have to log into the internet to say oh dennis is listening right now i'm gonna let you play which right. is what happens on my phone right now with amazon music and i just want to scream right you buy your music you use itunes on your computer to sync it to the device and, and then it that's you. it yeah no it's internet necessary the end necessary. of the story right. yes
5: yeah. you carry it with you as long as the battery holds out oh, you yeah. can have all the music you want right um and then the the last thing that made it revolutionary was the scroll wheel interface mm-hmm. which i consider to be one of the most genius things that has ever come along it was like they copied the
4: rotary phone well
5: <laughs> yeah but but with with that you can whip through lar- very large collections of music like yeah. like the collection that's on my own iPod i mm-hmm. have an iPod
4: classic ooh and i still use it is it with ripped mp3s that you got through the old Actually, napster or did you a, pay for
5: it there's all <laughs> more,
4: much more amazon purchased music that, on there than anything else yeah i'm just kidding but yeah but yeah. the, back then when that first came out napster was really starting to take off people were like downloading mp3s for free oh, and sure the and artists were screaming and the one of the
5: last things was that apple made it possible to do that because right. itunes allowed you to import any mp3s you already had right they did not lock you into the store right uh, I mean, it was there and they made a lot of money on it, but you did not have to
4: get the music through them. And now you can do you can rip them now through YouTube. I mean, right. I, know, I know college kids who are still not paying for music. Right. And they're just ripping it right off the YouTube as it's playing on their computers. They're just recording it. Right. Right. So it's. <laughs> Same old over again, but 20-year-old iPod. That's great. And, and uh, I have an article from CNET about it, yeah. and
5: it goes over a couple things like people are still using them. Mm-hmm. And it talks about how some of the things that they learned were then applied when the iPhone was developed. Gotcha. So it set the stage for that, too.
4: It did, really, yeah. It was big the, the precursor it, to a smartphone.
5: In a lot of ways, you would not have a smartphone, modern smartphone, without the iPod.
4: Very nice. So right. it's groundbreaking i think you're right all right well we're going to step step out for a quick break here we've got margaret and fred on the line and two lines open for you eight hundred nine six six 966 wtic 522 wtic everything we talk about will be posted live by mike g over at computer talk with tab.com and if you want to watch us on facebook if you've got time for that uh we're over at wtic's facebook page and uh we're there as well you can put comments in there if you have any questions we'll try to get to those as well we'll be right back And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Dennis. And uh, we're going to be here till 11 o'clock live here. So feel free to get online. We are going to have a guest from IT Pro TV uh, on at 10.05. Wes Bryan will join us and talk about how you can become a geek. We want you. <laughs> we want you to become a geek. <laughs> Please. We need you. We need more of you. And it's not, you know, being an IT person is not as scary as it is. You know, I think of building a shed. Is just as scary as working in IT. I mean, if you had to put me in charge of building a shed, I would not know what I'm doing. Mm. Um, so don't be afraid of IT. And the more we know how the, the, all this stuff works, the better we'll be as a society. You know, you don't want to have that, that time. We Remember the Matrix movies and they go down right. to the bottom there and they don't even know how the machines work? Right. We don't need that. We need to know how the machines work. Or in uh, Asimov's Foundation where everybody forgot how things
5: worked yeah. and they depended upon the priesthood of the foundation to keep everything going.
4: Exactly. Some kind of like what's happening now with the supply chain, but we won't go there. (laughs) Um, We kind of seem to forget how that worked. Uh, It doesn't really work right now. Let's go to uh, your calls. We're going to go to Margaret in West Hartford first. What's going on, Margaret?
0: Oh, thank you. Good morning. Good morning. Um, I have a problem with accessing some websites, including your website, tabinc.com. I get this uh, screen that says, Safari can't open the page. Safari can't open uh, www.tabinc.com because Safari can't establish a secure connection to the server, www.tabinc.com. And it happens to a a lot of websites, not all, but a lot. And um, I I, I was told by someone that it might be cookies that I should remove from uh, my computer, but I don't know. And I didn't try that because I was afraid to... Uh, remove necessary
5: things. Oh, uh, cookies mm-hmm. are not necessary. They will always refresh once you've cleared them out and then gone back to your websites. Um, they're disposable. Um, oh, so don't don't feel bad about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, one question I would ask you is um, uh, what version of the Mac operating system are you running?
0: Um, it's a MacBook Air um, uh, um, let's see
4: is there a way she can run it? Yeah, she
5: can. Uh, if you click on the little tiny apple at the upper left of the screen, oh, oh excuse me, I, and then about this I Mac, yeah, I
0: have that. It's version ten point ten point five.
5: All right, um, that's a little bit older of a version, but it should still work correctly. I was wondering if maybe your Mac wasn't capable of um, the recent. Um, uh, Updates. increases to the SSL and TOS, uh, security that are part of modern websites. Right. Um, yeah, we can get you uh, a link to, uh, uh, how to clear the cookies
4: in there. Um, there's a lot of, I'm reading an article about it right now that was put yeah. out just last year. So it's a common issue with Safari. Yes. yes. Um, and the version probably, like you're saying, it might be the version of yeah, Safari.
5: If it's, if it's an, well, I've seen, uh, Max running, um, I think, Snow Leopard, which is 10.6, mm-hmm. uh, which is not what she's got, no. uh, that can't open uh, modern websites for that reason. They don't handle TLS 1.2, which is the current standard of security. Um, but I, hers is more recent than that. So I don't think that's her issue. Um, another thing you might want to do is to flush the DNS. Uh, you might have some old DNS entries that are just not valid. Oh. And your your computer is literally going to the wrong server. And you're typing in tabinc.com, but you're ending up at a server that has a different name, and that's why it's telling you that it can't create the, the secure connection.
4: Because in that I condition, have, the I name type, matters.
0: Uh, I, I type in uh, computer talk with tab, mm-hmm.
4: but
0: then it goes to... the
4: Yeah, it goes to our website tab. Right. Yeah. So the other thing, believe it or not, is you could have the incorrect date and time. Oh. It could be that silly, too. True. Um, We're going to put it. This is a good link here from AppleToolbox.com, giving you all sorts of things you can try to solve this issue. So Dennis was on it as far as the DNS um, and uh, date and time. There's all sorts of thoughts here that could possibly be causing your issue. But it's your problem. It's not our problem. (laughs) Well,
0: I'm sure it is, because it's not just your website. Um, Yeah. the other thing I did want to ask is about Open DNS, and since you mentioned flushing DNS, uh, yeah, uh, is I don't even know how to do that, but I'll oh. guess I'll read it on your link, which yeah. I can only read on my iPad. I can access your site on my iPad, uh, but not good. on this. Good. Um, but is am I eligible with a Mac? Uh, yes. To do the Open DNS? <laughs>
4: yes, you are. Heck, heck yes. Oh yeah. yeah, we'll show you. So we'll give some instructions out there on yeah. how do you configure it, and that'd be a good time to do it. Get that Open DNS in there for you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, take the time to do it. We're coming up against a hard break, but we got some things for you. Yeah, you're welcome. Bye. Bye -bye. Bye-bye. Yeah, sometimes your old software is part of the trouble. We're going to be here at 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online. Fred and Mike, hang on. We'll be right back.
5: plan savings with three lines of t-mobile essentials versus comparable available plans plan features and taxes and fees may vary
4: and we are back this is computer talk with tab i'm eric and i'm dennis are you as excited as i am about the new dune uh moderately moderately yeah something about the old dune was just something you, you had to watch it when it was on it it it, it was
5: it was even for uh, Sting, uh, you know, yeah here. they <laughs> it was a decent movie but it it departed from the source material okay uh, oh so unless, you're a purist well yeah right, and that's it. why i can't tolerate the foundation series that's out now oh my it has almost nothing to do with the books
4: Oh, you just ruined it for me, too, because yeah. I didn't read the books. <laughs> Definitely read the books and don't watch <laughs> don't the series. I'm telling you, <laughs> gotcha. just get rid of it. Oh, no, oh, But read the books. They're yeah, excellent. They're it. Yeah, yeah. All right. Let's go on to your calls. We're going to go to Fred in Southington next. Hey, Fred.
3: Uh, good morning. Morning. Um, we are using um, an eight or nine-year-old uh, Kindle Fire tablet. Wow. And it's been giving us a little bit of grief lately i did the, the factory restore mm-hmm. and some of the websites i could get on to before i can't get on to now and the ones that i couldn't get on to i can get on and vice versa it's always given grief about loading apps and stuff like that and yeah. we're thinking about replacing it okay um so do you have suggestions and uh would, <laughs>
4: yeah i'm sorry i do I have a suggestion because it's on my wish list. I haven't even tried to breach it for committee yet. But um, I've had a Samsung Galaxy Tab 2 forever. And it still works beautifully. So it's hard to get it through committee because it works perfectly. Um, But they have a, I think it's a 7 out now, Galaxy Galaxy Tab S7. Um, Now, if you want, you can get the one without 5G. You don't need the cellular service. But Samsung makes an amazing tablet. They do. They're excellent tablets. Yeah. Um, Pixel is an option, too, Google Pixel tablet, but it hasn't gotten really good reviews um, as far as its performance. So I would I would have you look at the Samsung tablets that are out there, and I think you'll be very happy.
3: Okay, so we, we, we usually, the what we use it for is we don't do movies or anything like that. It's mostly when we're away to catch up on email and yep. look up stuff quick when you're sitting around, you don't know, feel like bringing out the laptop or something yep. like that. So I sure. think the, a Samsung 7?
4: It's a Sam- Samsung Galaxy Tab. The S7 is the one that I think is the most recent. Um, and it would give you all that ability, right? It's a it's a beautiful device. And I can't look at the price here for you, but you've got a 128-gig version, which is probably the cheapest version. Um, and they start at, like, it looks like $200. They're pretty inexpensive. Wow. That can't be right, though. There must be a trade-in, some sort of deal here, but I haven't looked at it lately. But I, it is on my list. Um, you can even add a little keyboard to it if you want, which is pretty awesome. So I'll just tell you, to check out the Galaxy Tabs to see if there's one in your.
3: Um, is it is it a big mistake to go to look down in price point, or do you think really for the two hundred? If if I can get the Samsung Seven for two hundred, it'd be a, the smart thing, I guess. Huh? Oh yeah, <laughs> Darn That price seems straight. a little
4: weird. Um, that seems, a, but it's I'm seeing another one, Galaxy Tab S Seven, hundred twenty eight, Mystic Navy for two hundred and nineteen dollars. Um, they make a great they make a great product so i've had good luck with my my one's mine is now probably 8 years old i've i've got one that is at is we6 yeah and it still works it's amazing yeah and the batteries are pretty good in it too and i'm yeah. sure now they're even better
6: um, okay
4: so take a look at the galaxies uh you could always look at uh, you could always look at what 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 are they called uh, iPads yeah, you iPads, if
5: you're going to spend double the money or no more. <laughs> and, uh, I just wanted yeah. to be fair so the Al- I don't
4: get any hate mail from so the so Apple is, people.
3: Is it kind of smart to stay away from the, the 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 Kindle Fire versions? Because it seems like there's some a lot of issues with that as far as applications and stuff.
4: Yeah, I mean, that was kind of designed to be a reader. Uh-huh. And uh, it's an Amazon product. Uh-huh. Um, I think I, I would, you know, Amazon, I wouldn't. Buy things that are made by Amazon. Okay. You know, I like to think of companies like so Samsung. With, with
3: are, the Samsung Galaxy, Galaxy, can you download books and still read books with it? Yeah, you yeah, can use you the Kindle. Can, app.
4: You can get the
5: Kindle app, and the Kindle app is actually, I think, in the Samsung Galaxy store. Mm-hmm. Um, so you could definitely get that app. Yep. Sign in with it, and then read all your books. Yeah. And it's beautiful for that. I do that with mine. Yeah. The screen resolution. is more.
3: Stupid question, silly question. Hmm. If someone has Alexa, can they change the name to like Hal so you can say
4: like yes. Hal, open the door? Yes, I think you can. Really? I think you can. Let's mm, find out. I'm not sure you can, but Dennis seems very, very certain about it. I would think Amazon is trying to – well, they're listening to everything anyways. We but... don't
3: have Alexa. I don't want any part of it. But I, I just – you know, the old Hal, open the door. I think that would be kind of
4: funny. Open the Pod Bay doors, please, Hal. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do that, Dave.
3: <laughs> All right. Thank you very much. Have a good day. You got it, friend. Yep.
4: Thanks, Bye, bye. Sorry, Dave. I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> that was highly unusual. Yeah. So we'll find uh, out if you can change the name to from Alexa. You might be right, Dennis, but I feel that I feel they're going to say no. Uh, yeah, you can. You can really. Yeah. It's going to listen for a different name. Yep. All right. Let's go on to Mike in Cheshire. What's going on, Mike?
6: Uh, good morning. morning. Um I have a, a Dell laptop. Um, it's about five years old. It's one. It's running uh, Windows 10 Home version, mm-hmm. and um, it's been slow for about about a month or so. And doing some research, I I, I went into Task Manager. I, 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 before that, I, I cleared the cache, um, but it still didn't really help much. And uh, when I went into Task Manager, I noticed there's something called Anti Malware Service Executable. That's using up a lot of my CPU.
5: That's Windows Defender. Is it? Okay. Yes. Hmm. Uh, That's the service that underpins Windows Defender. Um, Now, do you have any other antivirus on the computer? No. All right. Um, We'll have to take a look at what we can do to get that to work a little better.
4: How old is the machine again, Mike?
6: It's five years old. Okay. And Windows 10.
4: Windows 10. All right. So... Five years, you're still got some life in it. We think we should get at least six years out of your system. Um, um, how, have you been updating it?
6: Uh, what do you mean by is, updating?
4: Are you updating the Windows 10 operating system? Is it is it being updated or is it kind oh, of? Oh, it's
6: being updated uh, automatically. Whenever, okay, all right. Uh, it does it automatically. Um, but when I was I was doing looking at some YouTube uh, uh, videos, and there was something about there's something when you go into Windows Defender, um, there's something called MSNP. Uh, EXE that they like that they want you to disable that will help this anti-malware service
5: executable. Uh, that would okay. actually disable the entire Windows Defender because that's the executable that contains this service.
4: Right. So here's mm. the thing yeah. about YouTube: you got to be sure you're talking to the good guys or the bad guys. Oh, Okay. Yeah. You know? They somebody
5: wants you to have no no antivirus on your computer. Yeah. Oh, I see. Okay.
4: All right. So be careful there. Um, the other thought would be to get a third third party antivirus product that will actually disable defender and by default it'll try to turn it off and you can use like malware bytes or some other we like webroot still for home use um yeah. that might be an option and it might be What's a little it called? more webroot w e b r o o t and you can get that
6: any uh, uh, software yep. download
4: yeah we can account. put a link to webroot for you you can take a look at getting it from uh our, get it from computer talk with tab we don't get anything for you getting it we promise um <laughs> but we'll put the link up there for you
6: and, and once I do, uh, use one of these other um, anti anti virus or anti malware, it'll automatically um, disable
4: Correct. the, uh, the yes. service executable anti malware. Yep, yep. Oh. it'll all it'll all go in the background. Defender will say, "Okay, I'll I'll let the other guy do it." Okay. And uh, and maybe it'll work better. It may not though. Your machine may be underpowered. Do you know how much RAM you have?
6: Would that be in Task Manager? I have Task Manager open.
5: Well, that well? would that would be in a, a control panel system. System.
4: system, okay. Do you know if it's an i5 and i3? What do you have for a processor? I have an i5.
6: I know I have an i5. All
4: right, good. all right. That's that's okay. It's a good start. Mm-hmm. But you may have a, a RAM issue too, where you have just your your resources these days could be too low for Windows 10. Uh, minimum okay. system specs. Don't ever read the minimum system specs on Windows systems. I don't know why they do what they do. But it's like they're telling you you can run your car on a lawnmower engine, um, mm. you know. It's ridiculous as to how low the specs are. It's like Microsoft's like, oh, you can just do this with uh, a gig of RAM and uh, 200 megabytes of hard drive space, but you can't do anything else. Um, you need enough headroom to do every, uh, to do other things.
6: Now, will these other uh, antiviral uh, mm-hmm. anti or were they? They're not as hot they don't hog as much no as no they TV could as.
4: they can that's why I'm asking you how many but, re- what resources you have but sure. some sometimes
5: uh, on one computer one of them will you know run hot and occupy a lot of cycles mm-hmm. but another one doesn't and what you're running into is that Windows Defender is running hot and occupying cycles on you yep. an alternative product may
4: not yep mm. yep so if you have a uh, four gigs of RAM or less that's part of your problem for Windows 10, you really want about 8 to 16 gigs of RAM. 8 to 16. Yeah. Okay. And if you're at a 5-year-old computer and you're going to start adding RAM in it, double-think mm. double, double think that and say, wait a minute, maybe mm. I should replace my machine. Because oh, okay. it, spending the money on a 5-year-old computer, if you don't have enough hardware, is not really worth it. Mm-hmm.
6: All right. Uh, Thank you very much.
5: Oh, by the way, I did find an article from Soft, which is another uh, antivirus vendor. Mm-hmm. And it does have some advice, possible uh, ways to help it run, be- help Windows Defender run better. Okay. So it's well, we'll a competitor actually giving you advice on Microsoft's product.
4: Yeah, very nice. It's rare to see out there these days, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, good luck. Right. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Bye bye. All right, we're going to step out for a quick break. Four lines wide open on this lovely Saturday morning. Feel free to get online eight hundred nine six six WTIC five two two WTIC. And uh, coming up at ten o five after the news, we'll have Wes Bryan from IT Pro TV on, and he'll talk about how you too can become a geek by using some training through IT Pro TV. And you can always get training all sorts of places, but the great thing about doing it through a, a video, as we saw with the pandemic. You can get training from anywhere now, right? I mean, we always thought getting a degree from Phoenix University was like, ah, really? But, yeah, you can do it now. Uh, (laughs) And it's good. Yeah. It's good training. It is. This is the same idea here. And these guys are really pretty funny, and they know what they're doing, and they have been training forever. So they'll be on a 1005. We'll be right back. We are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. We're here till eleven o'clock. Feel free to get online 966 WTIC five two two WTIC. The number is wide open. Usually, the nine o'clock hour is the easier time because you're all either snoozing. Um, you know, we're here, pasty white computer geeks sitting here in a studio live. Uh, get online for us, and we're happy to help you out. Also, want to bring up uh, in Southington, big marching band competition. The music of the night is going on. Um, one of the biggest shows in the area. If you want to check out. Basically, why you want to hire marching band people is when you see what these kids can do. They really should put it on their resume. It should be a differentiator because when these kids, when you see what these kids can do, you're going to be like, man, I want to hire these guys um, because if they can do that as high school kids, they can do anything for you. I promise you. So come on out, and uh, if you're a recruiter, go out and look at a marching band competition, and, and make sure you 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 ask if the kid is in marching band. <laughs> And a real marching band, not a park and blow. These guys are doing some amazing things uh, with uh, with what they do out there. And you have to see it to believe it. So out in Southington this afternoon, starting probably 2-ish or so, 3 o'clock, I don't know, get out there to Southington High School and check out Music of the Night. And, uh, and all your money that you, you pay for admissions and all that goes to the marching band programs because they're kind of expensive, uh, yeah. but well worth the money. So, as we wait for your calls, feel free to get online eight hundred nine six six WTIC five two two WTIC. We want to talk about YouTubers getting hacked for years. Yes, this has been
5: going on for a long time. It's an extensive campaign, mm-hmm. uh, and what would happen is YouTubers, people that are presenting stuff on YouTube on their own channels, right, uh, would be invited to uh, to join a program or an ad deal. Right. Which is um, their job. They want right. to do that. And that's what they do. Yes, you're right. That's what they do. Mm-hmm. And they would be emailed a link right. to open in order to get this started. Well, that link had malicious software. Right, The malicious software would steal things like cookies on your computer. Mm-hmm. And depending on the timing of them, being able to get that cookie that connects to their YouTube or Google account, because mm-hmm. it's really the same thing, right, might allow the uh, hacker to get control of a YouTuber's YouTube account. Right. And then they would be in a position to be able to turn around and sell access to that to other right. people. Right. And they were selling it for, you know, several thousand dollars a whack. Mm-hmm. Um And this, as you said, this has been going on for a long time. Yep. Uh, Google just recently announced that they were taking action against it, or it's possible that they have been working on it,
4: too, for a while. Well, they actually, the hackers were impersonating known uh, quantities like Cisco VPN, Steam Games, so they would produce um, counterfeit sites that looked real, too. Right. So when you click on the That's what you're logging into when you try to sign on with this deal. Right. So again, it's back to phishing, right? Phishing is the biggest issue we have out there, and of course, cryptocurrencies is the other problem, um, being you know, allowing these folks to get paid through it. So, the company found fifteen thousand email accounts that were associated with the hackers behind the scheme, um, and in most of them are, you know, Russian Russian language forums too. That's where they would sell all this stuff, and AWS uh, was involved. In, in this from what I had read, hmm. uh, not on purpose, right? Cause they, you know, but again, they don't pay attention to their own stuff and you can set up anything on there. They use right. these Amazon web email, uh, tools to allow you to kind of send out these emails to, to trick the, uh, to trick the, 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 YouTubers. So I guess the moral of the story is Let me see some of the numbers here. Um, they sent out the phishing emails with 1.6 million, 1.6 million messages and 24,000 malicious files. Hmm. um, 62,000 fishing page warnings were displayed. So basically, you're looking at a very large um, project here by the bad guys that's only been around since 2019 and 2020. So you got to be careful. you got to make sure you use two-factor authentication, but you can f- these cookie thefts come that through. That can
5: still bypass that. Again, depending on the timing of the cookie. Right. They have to be able to take advantage of the cookie content while it's – it, well, until it expires, before it expires, right? Because cookies expire, yep. and they have to have the right timing.
4: We'll put a link up there. Wired did a very—you you, found—I found it on Wired. You found it oh, somewhere else too. Um, I found it on uh, The Verge. Yeah, but some good articles about this worth uh, checking out. So we're going to be here till uh, eleven o'clock. We're coming up against the top of the hour, so if you want to hang on, Joanne, you can. Um, we are going to come back after the news and have West Bryan from IT Pro TV on. And the the idea there is to show you guys how you can become a geek and join the mass of geeks that we need out there. So many jobs, so many jobs for geeks out there. It's a very rewarding career, um, especially if you like helping people and solving problems. And if you get a kick out of that, um, technology is all about that. Sadly, it's, it can be kind of depressing sometimes because they're only calling about problems, right? Yeah. No one's calling about all the greatness you've done for them lately. Uh, which means no problems. Uh, They're always calling about problems, but if you like solving problems, Wes, Brian will talk about how you can become a geek too. We'll be back. (sighs)
2: Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments, a minor project with major impact